everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Oh my gosh. We're doing, actually, I feel kind of, uh, I feel kind of a way about the movies that I picked for October. It's like, they're all kind of bad. Um, I guess I won't tell you what the forward flash is for the month because it's kind of a surprise unless you're on Patreon, you already know, but I'll see what people think about it. It'll be out next week. But this week we're doing The Curve from 1998, also known as Dead Man's Curve, which I think is what it originally was called. Yeah, that was the original title, but it was too close to Dead Man on Campus, which I've never seen, but they came out the same year. I have seen parts of it. It's Mark Paul Gossler and Tom Everett Scott. But it's like a funny version of this weird urban legend that that I actually knew about in the 90s about like if your roommate commits suicide, you get like a 4.0 um, like semester because I never heard about this. I heard about this, but I, I don't know if it was from a movie or but I had heard about it. Like this wasn't something that I was surprised about. Like this was actually something that people talked about in the 90s, which is why there were two movies in the same year about the same subject. I mean, granted, I went to, like, Montgomery County. I mean, Montgomery County. Montgomery College, like, a.k.a. Harvard on the Pike. So it wasn't, like, a dormed college. So this No. I knew about this in high school. I just knew about this urban legend or, like, not this urban legend, but this kind of, like, unwritten law that people had said. Like, I'd heard people mention it. I never knew if it was, like, actually true because I didn't know anyone firsthand that it happened to. Um, but it was like an urban legend. It was exactly how it it was like in this. Like you never know if it really works because you don't actually know anyone that it's actually worked for. Interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. This movie is uh, streaming for free on Tubi, which is exactly what it's worth to watch. Mm. So do not run this movie. Go watch it for free. Because <laughs> it's like kind of bad, but I love Matthew Lillard. I'm sorry, it's Matthew Lillard, Michael Vartan, Carrie Russell, and what's that guy's name? Randall something. Randall Battenkoff. I'm just gonna say Battenkoff. Yeah. Know. Okay. He's um, yeah. They're like the main four. And then this woman named um, Dana Delaney, who is a famous actress. She's been in like so much shit. But the only movie that comes to mind every time I see her is Exit to Eden. What is I don't that? know if I've ever seen that. So it's like a soft core porn <laughs> slash comedy that has. Really? And um, one of the Ghostbuster guys. I think it's like Dan Ackward. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. 1994. And Paul Mer- Mercurio, Stuart Wilson, Dan Ackroyd. Okay. And they play like cops, like Rosie and Dan. Okay. And Dana Delaney plays this like mistress of an exotic island or something. It's oh, very weird. Sh- yeah (laughs) oh how strange gary marshall directed it when i see her um and then what's her name plays um uh what's her name nicole oh yeah who's the girl who plays nicole tamara mary watson who it was really funny because i i just recently like saw this i've never seen this before and um when I saw her without looking at IMDb or anything like that, I thought it was the chick from um, The Faculty, who was the alien. Oh, yeah, she does kind of look like her. Yeah, kind of, but, like, totally not. Um, but, yeah, uh, Daniel Delaney plays Dr. Ashley, who I love is just, like, always sucking on a lollipop. 
<laughs> yeah. She's always trying to quit smoking. She's like eating a Twizzler as they're having this conversation about like their roommate dying. It's like really, I was like, this is a Lifetime movie if I've ever seen one that just somehow wasn't a Lifetime movie. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a theater type movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and everyone knows Matthew Lillard. He's in Scream. He's in uh, Not Without a Paddle, I think. Oh, um, Without a Paddle, I without think a it's paddle. called. I've yeah. never seen that, actually. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I have either. Is it Dak Shepard? I don't really care about Dak Shepard. Carrie Russell, we know his Felicity. Yay. Things. The Americans. The Americans, which yeah. I Yeah, I haven't I heard... seen that either. I have, yeah. To, yeah, I have to watch it. And then Michael Vartan, he's like, he's from Alias, and he plays the teacher in um, uh, Never Been Kissed. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I love how he's, like, the only, like, really hot one in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I like Matthew Lillard, but that's just Well, yeah, me. that's true. <laughs> I should have Oh, you that. don't think Rand is hot? Rand is such a uh, fucking piece of shit. His, his asshole-ish, like, personality over yeah, it, throws his, like, quasi-cuteness. Yeah, he is a huge asshole. He reminds me of Parker from Buffy. Very. <laughs> like, yeah. like, just awful. Like, just no apology, apologies about how awful he is. No. Like, literally. It's pretty awful. I'm like, it God. It's just a fucking weird, like... Yeah, what are your first impressions since you just, you, like, just saw this? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of jumping into no, it. No, it's yeah. okay. Oh, the only thing is this is written directed by Dan Rosen, and this came out in January of 1998. Yeah, Dan Rosen didn't do a lot, I guess. Like, I... He... he he wrote this movie called Freeloaders from 2012 and then that? wrote a screenplay for the movie The Last Supper from 95. Okay. I've, I've never seen either of those. Um, I love I, Matthew Lillard so much. He's in that Good Girl show. He's like the husband. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, love, I, I love that he still works. And obviously Scooby-Doo or like Shaggy, I mean. Yeah, Shaggy. Yeah. Like the real life. I mean, the not real life, but the live action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, honestly, like, I think this movie is kind of boring. Um, it is kind of boring. It's, it's like a TV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, it feels um, like a TV Lifetime. Movie. Yeah, totally. What's that other drama-filled uh, TV channel? It's um, Homework. Yeah, kind of. But Lifetime <laughs> yeah, more, or... More Lifetime, yeah. Yeah, more Lifetime, like, at night on, like, a Sunday. Yeah. Like, I feel like the Best Actor Award should go to Carrie Russell. And yeah, she's pretty good. And, like, her best work, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, outside of Felicity, which she's really, and the Americans, yeah, she's like a really good actor. And as, as you said off air, it's like if Stu from Scream, this is literally went Stu to went to college. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, without the crazy murderous aspect, I mean, yes, there was a quasi quote unquote murder, but kind of, yeah, kind of there were so many crazy. switcheroos and like fake outs. Uh, I was no. like this. Wait, who did what? <laughs> Who's actually working together? I was like, like, wait, everyone's working together. Yeah, and I felt really bad for that guy who, um, does he have Asperger's or he's just like on the spectrum? Yeah, he's on the spectrum, but they got someone who clearly wasn't on the spectrum to play that. Like, why did that even have to happen? Like, that interaction with him and Matthew Lillard's, like, character. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Tim. And like it's just unnecessary and super offensive. Uh, super offensive. And just not needed. Welcome you know? to the '90s, folks, where people didn't give a fuck. Because clearly, I mean, I usually don't do like warnings or trigger warnings. I don't yeah. like to say trigger warnings, but like this whole this whole movie treats suicide like it's no big deal. 
Oh, yeah. Like, it's very trivial about it, which is weird because this is 98, and, like, Kurt Cobain's suicide was, like, a big deal. I mean, a lot of people would commit suicide at the time, like, even in pop culture, so it's kind of strange that this movie would be, like, kind of, like, whatever. You kind of benefit, like Tim said in that in that room, you know, when he was, like, making a big deal about not wanting to take the 4.0. He's like, why should I benefit from, like, this horrible thing happening? Why are you, like, rewarding me? And they're like, we're not rewarding you. It's like, well, kind of. Like but that was a, that was him fake acting, right? Yeah, but still, the point that he brought up was like, I mean, why yeah. is why am I getting rewarded? Like yeah. that is kind of a strange thing to do to right have there. as like a general rule, <laughs> like that you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm also thinking about Thirteen Ghosts. I recently saw that again. It was on oh, TV. Right. He was in that yeah, he's like, in like yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, he's in a but, lot of uh, things. Yeah. But like like you said, Ren is a complete asshole to Natalie throughout the entire movie. He's oh just my like, god, I know. I mean, and to call her all of a sudden like a whore, a small because, town whore, like right <laughs> that you I, were fucking but treated like shit. Why was she even? I was like, are they dating or what? Right. <laughs> like he's literally treating her like shit openly in front of people, and she's still yeah. like, yeah, and she's still like actively dating him. That's what I was kind of confused about. And, she, like, she has those, those deer-in-the-headlight headlight look, like, all the time. She did look like the girl from the faculty. Right? That was, like, that was the same year, right? Wasn't that 98? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that was 98. Um, Another... The security guard is clearly, like, a Deputy Dewey character. <laughs> yeah, he is. in and out of the movie just at odd times, like Deputy Dewey did, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't think it was possible for a piece of pop culture to like hark on and on about Harvard more than the first like three seasons of Gilmore Girls. Honey, I was not a Gilmore's girl person. I have not seen one episode of Gilmore Girls. During COVID, I kind of like popped in and out. I didn't see like them consecutively, but you could make a drinking game out <laughs> oh, of Oh, do they talk about Harvard a lot? Harvard was like pulled up. <laughs> oh wow. Harvard's a big deal. I didn't I wonder if there's like an actual count somewhere on Google, but it was like literally you would be drunken on the floor every time Harvard was mentioned. I'm not going to get into Harvard. He's waitlisted at Harvard. Oh my God. What are we going to do? But this movie did it. I mean, like they were like, yes, here, advertise Harvard. <laughs> I know, like, it's the only place, it's the only school that exists, it's the only, like, it's, like, in Legally Blonde. Yeah, they must have. It's, like, Legally Blonde's the same way. Um, The men's drinking game, like, didn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, what was that? Like, they were slapping each other, Michael Vartan's character was, like, pulling beer into his ear. Yeah. But then I did not get that. Like, a lot of college drinking games don't make a lot of sense anyway, so I was like, okay, this is one of those times, you know? Yeah, have you ever seen that movie Goat or heard about it? No. Oh, my God. What's that? It's, like, this movie about a frat and, like, Nick Jonas is in it. Don't ask me why I've seen this movie. It's, like, the most homoerotic movie you've ever seen. Really? Yeah, because it's, like, they're, like, um, let me look up a Google, uh, what do you call it, like, uh, description. Because it's, like, they're hazing a bunch of guys, and it's, like, one of the things goes too far. And let me see. It, it's got to be, like, what year was that? I mean, Nick Jonas, he doesn't really... I mean, it 2016. Must be... They're actually... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, James Franco is in this. Okay, it's a 19-year-old Brad's as a new college student wants desperately to fit in, taking a cue for his older brother, Brett, 
Brad decides to pledge a fraternity. At first, it's all parties and girls, but as he enters the final stretch of the pledging ritual known as Hell Week, things take a violent and humiliating turn. And it says, what occurs in the name of brotherhood tests both boys and their relationship in brutal ways. It's it's like super homoerotic, but it's but it's like it's it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I mean, if you want to watch shit about frat boys, but it kind of reminded me a little bit like of this. This also reminded me of like the skulls and like cruel yeah, intentions too. Like it was like in that like tier of movies mm-hmm. in the '90s, I think. I know what I mean. That's all mine, but like, what what are you, your thoughts? I well, I first saw this on TV. Like on like a you know in the middle of the day on like cable probably in like the early two thousand sometime and I was like oh cool so I'd seen bits of it but I didn't see like fully see it and I was like oh I think it's like a I think it's a horror movie that's why I decided to pick it so it's like a thriller but it's not really like a horror movie it's like a thriller but it's very much like gossip you know like it's very much like it's in that weird vein of like thriller like fake out like like the way that the the last act unfolds is very much like it doesn't gossip like and it almost like scream too <laughs> like it's just the way things were kind of funny who done did it <laughs> yeah it was like a definite like clue like at the end but it was like a very like set up structure mm-hmm. but it wasn't like horror like it wasn't like i know you did last summer there were actually there was no like action which is my only like kind of downside is there was no like big action scene or like no. it was very like conversations and like confusion and like people like wandering in and out like horrible relationships like kind of shaming of like oh, woe is me, I grew up rich. I was like, what? <laughs> like, like when, like, uh, Tim was all, he's like, oh, I'm just a casualty of the upper class. You know, me and Rand had everything. I was like, oh, God, wine, wine. Okay, now what? And then he was like, you came from nothing. So I was like, so then he deserves to die because you're jealous that he came from nothing and he's doing better than you? Like, this is a horrible comment on the class struggle as well. Um, it was kind of sort of, but not in a funny way, like American Psycho, where it's like really funny. It wasn't, it wasn't like a satire, but parts of it were kind of funny. Um, but I mean, I just like Matthew Lillard. I I feel like just his personality alone just kind of like kept me involved. But if he wasn't in it, I feel like I would have had a struggle. That's true. Because Michael Vartan was just like a piece of wet lettuce. I mean, he was just there. <laughs> he was just there. A piece of wet lettuce. <laughs> I like Matthew Lillard. <laughs> I just like that his. I like that he's an actor that's managed to kind of like always be himself. Yeah. Almost like Jeff Goldblum. You know, he like kind of plays himself. Like he mm, doesn't that's... play things too far off of how he acts. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Matthew Lillard's kind of like that. I get that. I guess, does he ever do anything, like, really serious? Like, a drama drama? Oh, he was in a really good SVU episode with uh, Carol Burnett. That doesn't count. (laughs) It was serious, though. (laughs) He was, like, a serial killer or something. They were, like, interrogating. It was, like, serious. It was, like, an intense show. And he wasn't silly. He's always usually really silly. He wasn't silly. Until he joins Ryan Murphy's team in anything, (gasps) he's not... Actor. <laughs> this is going up in a few days. It'll be before the before the new episode comes out. But yeah, what do you think of the season so far? Okay, so sidebar of yeah, American sidebar. We're, I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna timestamp this because in case people are watching it and they don't, I can write it, it in here. Like you said, like queer as folk, but with bondage, and I love the costumes. 
mm-hmm. in the trailer. Um, I love Zachary Quinto. <laughs> Zach- Zachary Quinto, and without ruining anything, he looks like, like I told you the other day, George Clooney, but like on coke? <laughs> kind of, sort of. Yeah, his hair, too. Yeah, his hair. His, his hair is, like, longer. Um, peppery hair, um, and it's quaffed like George Clooney. Did you ever watch that show Looking? Because that guy's from Looking, the one who's the cop. Yeah, oh. Yeah, he's yeah. the British guy. Or mm-hmm. I, Yeah, I think he's British and Looking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. he, or has a British accent, I mean. But he, uh, yeah, it's good to see him. Russell something? Mm-hmm. I think his real name is Russell something. But I have my, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait to talk about it when everyone else sees the first two episodes, but I have my theories. We talked about it yesterday. I think you and I talked about it yesterday. Oh, on who, like, Big Daddy is? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> what what the underlying story is. I don't know if I should say anything about it right now. Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess don't say anything. But okay. uh, I guess in our next episode, we'll, we'll have seen more. Because, yeah, it yeah. just really hasn't been a week yet. Right. But, so, uh, I mean, yeah, it's cool. Everyone to go see it. So... Everyone who's listening, go see uh, the first two episodes of American Horror Story season 11. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah. If you have Hulu out there. Yeah. If you're a fan, a lot of people are actually like down on it. I'm like, I'm always going to watch it. Like, But I feel but I feel like already two episodes in, this is a, what did I say, what did I say to you the other day? Oh, it's a redemption season for that bullshit. So... Sorry about it, but you and I talk about it at nauseum of like, the first half is great. So the second half. Get Macaulay oh. Culkin back in there. Get Macaulay right? Culkin back in there. What the fuck? We only got him for like three episodes. Yeah, basically. I know. Yeah, I'm wondering if he if Ryan Murphy asked him and he didn't take it or it was just like a one one off, you know? Kind maybe of thing. maybe he just this story he wanted to do and he didn't have like a part for him in it. I Maybe guess, he yeah. just looks like yeah. I want. A lot of the people in this are like kind of unknown. Mm-hmm. Like not all well, of not them. Patty, are so not Patty Lapone. Patty Lapone is. Well, no, known. not Patty Lapone singing in a bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like throughout like the first two episodes. It was really funny because this is how um, uh, Bette Midler got her break. She was. Singing oh yeah, I'm sure. Doing comedy and stuff in gay bath in bathhouses. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> she would. Yeah. I love Patty Lapone. I'm like oh, really excited. I mean, her headdresses. Yeah, her outfits are so great. Amazing. They're so good. Yeah, Very... I can't wait. I can't wait to see what it's gonna be. Like it's yeah. it always turns, so I can't wait until there's like that mid season turn where you're like, oh shit, it's really like this. Like it's not horror ish yet. Mm-mm. It is, but it's not as like overt, and that usually ends up coming like you know after two or three episodes. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really have any other thoughts about it. We can move into behind the scenes. I didn't really get too many. I only have two. Um, What are yours? So, the first one was the bullseye of the dartboard that Chris and Tim Tim had in their room is a photo of Vince Vaughn. (laughs) Vince Vaughn, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, that's funny. He's... He's almost covered up, but, like, you can see the eyes and the nose and the mouth. Oh, she'll have to go back. Yeah, I didn't notice yeah. that. And then, uh, yeah, you if you if you pause it just right, you know, if you pause it just right, you can see his penis. <laughs> so all the right moves. Tom Cruise, all the right moves. 
Oh, scream. Damn, like, see, that's another thing. I couldn't pre- prepare for the soundboard. I had no idea we'd be quoting scream again. <laughs> right. Um, and then the second one to have is The Curve was filmed at Elk Neck State Park in Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland. How cool, right? Just nearby. Right. And uh, it was screened at the 1998 Sundance Film Festival. Mm-hmm. As in, I don't know what, what this means, but an official selection. I guess it's some kind of like, they usually, the things that they like, they do those like, like official selection. Yeah, I like just as highlighted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they the put film- it on, like, posters and shit. Yeah, and like we were talking about, the film was renamed The Curve after its Sundance premiere to avoid confusion with the film Dead Men on campus. You know what's so weird is I think the first time I heard that it was Dead Men's Curve, I thought it was, and I think someone else did too in an article I was reading, I thought it was something like I Know You Did Last Summer where someone, like, ran someone off a road. And it was like Dead Man's Curve, as in like a winding oh, road. Yeah. And then when I then when I saw it was the curve, I still I was like, oh, like going into it, I think I was still like, oh, okay, like the I knew that the premise was like they their roommates like you know uh, set up you know make them look like they committed suicide thing. But I thought that it was like they did it with a car on a curved road. Like I still thought that was in play. And then like I think I got like midway through the through the movie, and then I was like. Oh, the grading curve. <laughs> I was like, that's why it's called the curve. The grading curve. I was like, I haven't been in school in so long, so I don't think about things like a grading curve. Like, that just doesn't apply to when I think of curve. I'm thinking a literal curve in the road. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so now I see that it's the dead man's curve, like grading curve, because the curve goes to 4.0 when <laughs> that's what the thing is. I was like, oh. <laughs> right it's like you got really dumb yeah it took me a second i'm exactly like you i was like what yeah i think halfway through i was like oh grading curve i was still like why is it curve (laughs) like i was like okay i can't believe i just like called myself out like that like yeah and everybody knows it it did take me a minute (laughs) to figure that out i forget where this movie quote is from but it's like i hate it when his thing is curved oh is that clueless Clueless. yeah (laughs) but she holds up the bread the bread crumb or the bread like the crust or something yeah yeah god it's, i think it's ty they're like don't scare her what and then she's like share your virgin <laughs> god you say like it's a bad thing god bless share god bless all of them god bless britney murphy my god oh luke perry right yeah share saving herself for luke perry share your virgin <laughs> God, you say like it's a bad thing. You see how picky I am about my shoes, and they only go on my feet. <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah." And then she's like, "You're the one to talk, D." <laughs> and then she's like, "My man is satisfied. He's got no cause for complaints." But technically, I am a virgin. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, no, I think she says the PC term is heimly challenged. Yes. <laughs> I get what that still has not caught on. <laughs> even no, it has. This never has. Never has. Um, what kind of behind the scenes do you have, if you have any? Yeah, I have some. Now, the budget was a million dollars, which I feel like in the 90s was kind of a lot, but maybe not. Maybe Matthew Lillard was a big quote. Carrie Russell, I think, was coming up. This is right before Felicity, because she's still Mm -hmm. a little bit younger than she was. I fucking love her hair. Can we just talk about her hair? When they cut her hair in Felicity, it was literally like an act of, like, crime. It was a crime. She had this... Yeah, she had this beautiful, like, curly, long hair. Why the fuck would you cut that? 
Like, why? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, but, you know, whatever. The, and, it, like, I think the ratings dipped and people blamed it on the hair. It probably, I mean, I guess instinctively it probably was. Who knows? But, I mean, I still watch the show. But still, I'm always like, oh, her hair is so cool. Why would anyone cut it? So she has great hair in this. Um, and she's just like, I just always think of her as Mickey Mouse Club. Because I remember her on that before she was on Felicity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. So this I movie... What? I forgot she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, with JC from NSYNC. <laughs> like, funny. in that group. Yeah, before, like... Yeah. I think before Britney and them came on. I don't know if... Yeah. Britney might have been on there, actually. She might have been one of the young ones. I was just she was on with Christina. Yeah, and Ryan and... Gosling... Oh, that's and Justin Timberlake, yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if they were all on. Carrie Russell might have left by then, because hmm. I used to like listen to the Party. That was oh, like yeah. a band from from like the early Mickey Mouse Club, like the new one. Mm-hmm. It was like ninety or like ninety one or something like that. And then they came after them. They came like I was really young watching that. I was like ten mm-hmm. or like nine. I was super young. Um, so no box office number because I'm pretty sure this just went straight to video. Yeah. Um, because I just found out the budget was a million. Rotten Tomatoes, a surprise, surprise, drum roll, zero percent for the fucking critics. I mean, granted, this movie is not the best movie in the world, but it's definitely not a zero. I think that's kind of crazy. Unless you do, it sounds like you would give it a zero. I mean, a zero I, though. I don't like to give anything a zero zero, but maybe like a five. Yeah, that's not bad. The uh, IMDb gives it a 5.8 out of 10. So, I mean, I, I can see that. I would give it, like, a solid a solid C. There's some parts that, okay. that could be salvageable, but I would say a C. Like, it's okay. If if I had an option and it was, like, this or, like, something else, like a Wes Anderson movie, I would watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching a Wes Anderson yeah. movie. <laughs> so, like, it's not as bad in my book. But uh, audience score is 53, so suck it, Rotten Tomatoes. Clearly, this is some kind of cult movie, and people really, really like it, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, we already talked about the way they changed the movie title. And Dead Men on Campus, you said you haven't seen it. That one is more of like a comedy, which is also yeah. weird that this movie had opportunity to become a comedy, but then it didn't. No. Um, did you ever see Cherry Falls? No. Oh, me and Charles did that for like the I think the hundredth episode. It was last year. Yeah. It's the one with like Brittany Murphy, and it's like this serial killer is going out like only killing virgins. <laughs> it's mm. Like yeah. it's really wild. It's like a really wild movie. Um, but it's it's like one of those like that movie also had times where it could have become funny because there were like mm. funny lines, but then it also just didn't. Then it got like more gory and like violent, almost like Ginger. Ginger is it? Not Ginger Snaps. Yeah, yeah, right? Ginger Snaps was like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was like that. Like, bits of it were funny. Jennifer's body is, like, kind of funny, though. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Um, and, yeah, I have to do that one. That one's, like, late. That one's, like, 2009 or something like that. Yeah. That one's, like... I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. I actually, like, love that movie, but... I've only I... seen it once or twice. Yeah, I really want to, like, watch it more, because I know a lot of people, like, really like it. Like, it's, like, a cultural... It was my ex's, uh, Justin, uh, his favorite movie. Was it really? Like his favorite? Um, maybe not number one, but it would But up it, there. It was up there, yeah. Wow, okay, that's cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie, and now I kind of see more why people why people like it. But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not, and I'm sorry to say this, but like, I'm not like the craziest Megan Fox fan in the world. And plus, like, I hear I I keep hearing like how what of a what mega bitch she is, you know? Oh, really? Oh my god, when she went to the Transformer movie series, even Michael Bay, the director of it, he was just like he she is un unpredictable, impossible, but. For some reason, like kept putting her in there. Oh no! I don't know that much about it. I haven't seen any of the Transformers. I don't know. I just know she was dating what's his name, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And she was married and, to David from Nine Hundred Two One Zero, and has like three kids with him. She was also in the the latest uh, reboot, I, I guess I should say, of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, what? okay, yeah. So she does a lot of like, uh, franchise like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not comics, but you know what I mean, like animation, like Transformers is like a car old cartoon, yeah. and like Ninja Turtles is. I don't know if I she's swear, still with I Machine swear. Gun Kelly. Is she? I don't know. Remember they were all out there trying to be like Angelina and Billy Bob. <laughs> like it was like so obvious. I was like, okay, we we get that you're trying to like come back into focus, and like yeah. I get it, but it was like it was like too much for a while. Like, I feel like I saw them everywhere and I was like, they were like, we're drinking blood. Like they did all that same shit. It was like the same Mm -hmm. shit. So I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if like he's acting now, if she's acting now, I have no idea. I thought it was some kind of like PR thing. But, and I know that because we talk all the time, obviously um, about Marvel and everything. And I know they're kind of wonky already with what they're doing, but if they ever decide to put Megan in there, I'm done. I'm completely oh, done. Oh, do you think they would? Listen, with all the... <laughs> and I, bet I, you, I bet you she is. You know me. I'm, I'm such a Marvel nerd, right? And I, I love everything that they're... You know, certain things that they're doing. But they're pulling out. They're going through their Rolodex and going, Celebrity A through Z. We're going to call you and you're just going to, like, pop in. <laughs> Kinda, you yeah. Know? So I'm just like, don't rely on your celebrities. Like, there's so many people out there. They need to make celebrities like they were doing before. Yeah. Because we mean, didn't know uh, Tom Hiddleston or, like, Chris Hemsworth. They were just Thor. No. I mean, like, we're going down a little bit of a rabbit, a rabbit hole. But, like, with Hairspray, the live-action version that they came up with, with, like, what, 10 years ago? Uh-huh. The one with Zac Efron? Yeah, the one with Zac Efron. The main girl, she was, like, a no-name. Uh, she didn't, She's never acted in her whole entire life. It was a good, um, and it was it was good, but like it was a stepping stone for her. Like I mean, granted, I mean she doesn't she doesn't do a lot, but like it was a lot of like Lifetime type movies and some other acting gigs. Oh, okay. But it's like that's so she's not celebrity celebrity status. <laughs> not you know like I mean? at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, it's like, like just get a random person and do a screen test. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> I know. And they did that with that new West Side Story. That girl who played Maria was, like, her first thing. But that that just got messed up because of Ansel Elgort and all that other shit. <laughs> and so it was kind of a mess. Yeah, we don't talk about her. So, like, yeah, that was, like, a hot mess. So who knows? It's really fucking crazy. But, yeah, that's all I have for behind the scenes. There's not much. It's one of those movies that I don't know what the fuck happened there. 
Um, so now let's go to fashion. Shanna Gold is the costume designer. I mean, she also did ER costumes and Homicide, that show Homicide, she's from Baltimore. She also did some episodes of Undressed, that MTV show that was really cool in like oh the my God. <laughs> nine, is it 99, 2000? It was something like that. That show was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a weird soap. But yeah. it's so hard to describe, but it's so good. I don't is it even available to stream anywhere? I have no idea. Yeah, if if you can find it, then I suggest people looking it up. I don't uh undressed is really like I don't want to say obscure, but kind of. I'm gonna Google it now. Do you have any fashion notes while I Google three things um it's not really a clothing fashion note but no like fashion note and you kind of already said it like carrie russell was in her peak felicity stage so it's like she got those curls working for her <laughs> yeah and it's very um oh my god rebecca gayhart and oh Legends, yeah you know? and in um uh scream too mm-hmm <laughs> Sydney. So that was. <laughs> oh, that's a Portia de Rossi. Yeah. Sydney. So funny. Um, uh, go- uh, also, side note: YouTube MTV's undressed. There's some episodes up there. So yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, some people's um, uploaded. My second fashion note is I like one of the sideburn dudes like shirts that we see like by the the lighthouse. Oh, okay. They're all like you know doing uh weed and whatnot um it's like i don't know if they're twins or they just look alike but it's like the curly hair guys with the with the sideburns they look alike but i think they're different i don't think they're twins (laughs) yeah they're not bad they're not bad um but one guy has a shirt that's kind of like brown and gold with like a really cool pattern oh cool i really like that like that's that's stuck out for me and then um, Carrie Russell's like lime green dress when her and Michael Varden's character Tim is, are making out. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I like that. Like, I like her clothes. It's very baby doll, but not at the same time. It's like bohemian too. That was big in yeah. like the late yeah, like the late nineties. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. But it's really funny because you, and those are those are pretty much my fashion notes. But I mean, on the side note, is like you see all of these like preppy clothes wearing college students for the majority of the movie until i think it's rand that's looking out the window toward the end of the movie (laughs) in that fucking sebastian valmont tank top right (laughs) ryan philippi wears a cool looking out the window and clearly this was like a different camera uh put together or something like a little montage of actual college students like wearing actual college <laughs> like clothes, clothes yeah normal clothes not preppy clothes it's weird so i'm like okay are they on your campus because no <laughs> i wrote dawson's creek realness <laughs> you know how they dress like also they dress like that and i know you did last summer yeah it was like yeah. this like i wrote dawson's creek coastal uh, this is that vibe of like the late '90s that they kind of like. It wasn't a Kevin Williamson pro- or Williams production, Williamson production, Williamson. but like it seemed like a knockoff one. <laughs> like it was trying to be the same. <laughs> I like Rand's plaid shirt and jeans. I liked his like boxy like flannel. 
that he had on. I thought that, yeah, at the beginning. I thought that was really cool. And then Emma's, I like when she had like this black tank top on and like leather pants when she was at the party. Mm-hmm. She looked really cool there. That was cute, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And then I wrote like um, the green like layered or like long sleeve shirt she has at the very end. It's like an mm-hmm. oversized like seventies poly kind of shirt. And then yeah. I just like all of Tim's clothes, but I love when he's in that wife beater and like black jeans, Matthew Lillard. And then I also yeah. like when he has on like a, it looks like a gas station shirt. That was really big in the late 90s, too. Like, the guys would wear. It has, like, a stripe on one side. And I'll have, like, a name tag. Mm. And he had it on with, like, a tank top underneath it. And it looked really cool. It was, like, a 50s gas station kind of shirt. I think he was, like, in their place. Their dorms were really interesting. (laughs) I was like, what kind of... How many... So, wait, the three of you live together in this one room? But it has, like, a living room, kind of? It's like an apartment. It's yeah like a hotel suite <laughs> kind of yeah but i was like but it's a dorm though it's just mm-hmm. so weird like you guys just live in like a quad but it's not like separate right. rooms it's like a one big like a loft it's kind of strange but okay cool yeah it's so weird <laughs> it's so fucking weird that's all i have for fashion not that much yeah so music do you have anything this is actually kind of interesting music the only music note i had First off, the I guess the music guy for the movie, his name is he goes by Shark. Yeah, I saw right? that. Um, and I guess that's more on the instrumental side. Yes. Hmm. I think so. But there's some um, songs in it. There are some songs. The only song that I recognized, um, because it's on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer show soundtrack, is uh Amy Mann's uh You Can Make a Killing. Yeah, I wrote that, that one. Was down. That was um, that was that Rand's Vigil. Uh huh. Yep. And then the, I couldn't pick out anything else. There is. Let's see. There's another song by Wild Colonials, and it's called Blue. It's at like the very. It's near like near the end. Um, mm-hmm. that's a movie that I did. But I'm looking in like the the actual soundtrack log. It has really really cool songs. Like it has songs by. It has the shark who does write and do like original theme songs and stuff, but they have like unwritten law. They have like the Connells, like uh, cruel to be kind. There was like a cover in there that was somewhere in there. They have like the Smiths. I like how the woman at the record store, like they find out like what does sad people listen to. So the woman says Suzanne Vega who did that Tom's diner song. Um, which is funny. Suzanne Vega, the Smiths and the cure. And that's what they're buying. And then like the, the record store woman is like, uh, you know, we have a sale on joy division, yes. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. That was one of my uh, favorite scenes. in court. Yeah. Like I like that. they like music was in there. And then they also talked about like movies, like what are like sad movies that people watch? Which I thought was really cool. But yeah, uh, the girlfriend in a coma was on there. Girlfriend in a coma, I know, I know, which is kind of funny. But yeah, there's also a song that had like a really suicidal lyric, but it was in the beginning and I shazammed it and it didn't tell me what it was. So I don't know what it is. If it was something, there's a song called Come On by Gigolo Aunts. I don't know what song that is, but there's a big soundtrack mm. list on IMDb. Um, oh. So yeah, it's one of those songs, but I have to find out what it was because it didn't actually come up. But actually it's a decent soundtrack. I actually kind of liked the songs that I heard. Yeah. Which I was kind of surprised about. Cool. 
All right, so <laughs> let's get into what you liked or didn't like about this. What are your favorite scenes or just standouts? Oh, or I do. I I have four. I I was able to muster four. Okay. Um, the first scene, like we were just talking about, shows Tim and Chris going shopping for music that um, a depressed person might listen to. When they go to the cashier, uh, she looks through their purchases and says, just like you said, Susan Vega, The Smiths, Cure. Do you guys know we have a sale on Joy Division? And it's so funny because like she looks really familiar, but I couldn't find her on IMDb. Oh, yeah. I don't know who she is. Like she's got one of those faces. I don't know. Like I've seen her in something. Um, later in the film, we realize that the reason that they're doing this is because Chris has failed his introduction to ethics class. <laughs> um, in another scene, Ernie, the security guard, he takes a piece of paper from his pocket and like tells everybody that he has no senior uh, seniority, no authority, no ability to arrest, uh, no jurisdiction. Concluding that basically what that means is I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. But so again, very, that was very, really weird. Very deputy Dewey. Very you know? deputy Dewey. Yeah. Um, the, my third one is uh, in the scene where we're introduced to officer Ernie. Um, he says to Ren, I don't care about your personal well-being. I just don't want you to go over the cliff. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I found that funny, you know? <laughs> Um, and then my last one was one of the better scenes of the movie is when uh, Matthew Lillard's uh, character, uh, what's his name? Tim? Tim, is yeah. Tim? Yeah. Tim, like, fakes uh, his reaction to the fact that they can get a 4.0 because of Rand's death. Oh, in the office? Like, yeah, and he was like, I cannot take it, you know? Yeah. And like, And then his, like, cry goes up an octave <laughs> you know <laughs> i love and, him so much like michael michael vartan's character is just like it's okay <laughs> yeah i know like, he's always like the calm one he's always like so calm it's so funny <laughs> but that was that was probably like the more funnier scenes that i've that i actually laughed out loud at <laughs> i loved it loud like with so much like I literally like let out a like actual laugh when when <laughs> the woman's like she's like the the psychiatrist is like telling them like okay these are the movies you look for period films uh Scandinavian movies and anything by a first time uh a writer director <laughs> like that's the biggest red flag like totally I was like oh my god I was like bah! I was like it's like a literal film guy like any film guy in college that's like probably what they're watching which I thought was really funny. Um, I also like when Tim says, like, what are you talking about? Like, I think he's talking to Natalie about um, Rand. And he's like, what are you guys? What are you guys talking about? You guys are perfect for each other. You're like Benny and June, like Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. <laughs> like, and they were all like these weird examples. Like Benny and June was really interesting. He also called that like mentally challenged guy Gilbert Grape. Oh, yeah. He was like, what's up, Gilbert Grape? So there's a lot of, like, 90s references, too, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was kind of interesting, I guess. Um, I do like that they're at that party, and there's that girl dressed like that bee, and she's like, we're having an all-ages, non-alcoholic party. There's going to be nachos. <laughs> I love how she was trying to advertise the shit out of nachos and betting that people would come to this based on the fact that there's going to be nachos. They clearly have not met me because I would be all up wherever. I don't give a fuck if it's all ages. If there's nachos there, I'm fucking there. 
If you build it, they will come. Right? I would totally go. I was like, I would totally go to your party. Um, I also love the quote, uh, what's wrong, mommy didn't fill your Xanax prescription. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Such an asshole. Especially when Nat like Nat is uh Carrie Russell, Emma's roommate, and finds out she's pregnant. Which at the end we kind of find out the whole thing yeah. was like a ruse. I'm like, so wait, was Emma pregnant? How did you get a pregnancy test that was positive in there? There was just so many, like, I feel like, the, I feel like, the, god damn it. I feel like the narration could be so much better. It was so bad. Like, this is why I kind of like that I, that I selected these, like, weird movies for October. They're none of the classics. <laughs> although we are doing a classic over on uh, Patreon. We're going to do A Nightmare on Elm Street. So if you want to hear that, go join the Patreon. It's going to come out this week, I think. But, um... Yeah, so it's like, but these ones are all the like weird ones, like except for Blade. I like, yeah, I, yeah, I mean Blade is awesome. Blade is dope. Uh, hands down, the first one. I mean, the other two are decent. Um, oh, did you hear the word on the street? Apparently, okay, Michael B. Jordan is directing the new Creed that's coming out. Okay. Um, that he's in, I think, with someone else. I yeah. forgot who else he's in. But That's apparently, a- it's supposed to be really good. Apparently, his like directing is like what people have seen. I've heard that it like people said it's really good for this movie. Mm-hmm. So someone else said, I think on Twitter the other day, they said petition for Michael B. Jordan to direct Blade. I was like, oh, oh fuck. Interesting. I was like, if he's any good at directing, then I say, yeah, do it. Yeah. Like, oh, if sure. he's gonna do it justice, I don't know how you know how his directing is, but if it's like. Up to snuff, I say do it. Like, we don't want it fucking delayed. Let's go. <laughs> like, it's already now delayed. Like, they've delayed all this stuff now. I'm like, I actually so want to see much. Blade. Like, it's so crazy. But, um, and I was going to say something, and I totally forgot what I was going to say. When's um, Loki coming out? Next year sometime. Oh, God. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, so far, I mean, I haven't heard anything about like pushbacks from TV shows. For that side, yeah. The movies have, though. Anyway, yeah. Uh, For the movies, yeah. The movies are just in trouble. Um, But no, I was going to say something and I just, I, yeah, I blanked out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Oh, so, so Nat tells Rand that she's pregnant at this party and I wrote, he is the biggest dick in front of everyone. But yet they have like, the most toxic relationship because they keep like they keep kind of saying like you know they keep fighting and then he keeps being like but i love her i like love natalie so much i was like you act like you fucking hate this girl yeah i I don't understand this i mean from the beginning like they're playing that what what game is that like um that they're playing in the quad um uh like name never no not never have ever it's almost like uh like charades Okay. Kind of, but, but it's like Pictionary. It's like the one where you have to guess, or like you only have like a few minutes to guess, but you have like to describe the word with the other word mm. with different words. Whatever. I really forgot I mean, the name he, of this. He's like, he's like degrading her uh, from the get go. Yeah. Like, what did he say? Like, don't be an idiot or don't Yeah. Be a- he's like, we only got yeah. two right. I always get five right. You're so fucking stupid. Like you don't know how to like describe this thing. And then the yeah. other team goes and they get more. And he's like, "See, like and, I would have totally and, done it." I was like, "Damn." And then it's like at the party, he's like, "Uh, you know, Carrie Russell's like, you're gonna make a cry." And he's like, "That's not hard." Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, as if that's hard." I was like, "Damn." And I'm like, it's it just yeah. 
Yeah, it wasn't cool. I was like, why? And then why do you keep like insisting them to be back together? Yeah. Like, and then the way that he acted about, and the way that they were so casually, the guys like talking about like, well, Tavra got an abortion. And like, she's never going to do it. She's from like this crazy family, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I love how you guys are just deciding what this girl's going to do, like on your oh, own. Right. And then, so I was just like being a first time viewer of this. I was just like, there are so many holes. And then it was like, if things couldn't get worse, you have to add Carrie Russell's character into this whole mix of, oh, she's going to make out with um, Matthew Lillard's character while, like, Michael Vartan is in, like, the closet. Not even make out. She's, like, sucking oh, his dick. Oh, <laughs> like, right. literally, and he's in the closet, but he set this up. And I'm just like, why are you making her, like, the other story of this, like, I don't know, it's... It doesn't make any sense. And then the reactions. Yeah, at the end, when it's, like, her... Fucking sense. It's just so fucking weird that they, would like, treat the girls like that. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I was kind of hoping that Carrie Russell would be the one behind it. But then she also benefited because Nat died. But, like, actually. Uh-huh. Not, like, because of anyone. It Like, she actually did because she was, what, pregnant? And mm. she was just, like, alone? Or she thought she was? And then come to find out that she wasn't even pregnant. It's like, oh my god. Like, what the fuck? It's always really crazy. But another thing was uh, when Rand said, I thought you were special. You're just a small town whore. I was like, you Mm -hmm. fucking asshole. Oh, so then when all the guys are drinking out at that, like, lighthouse or wherever the hell. And they're planning. They're, like, talking about planning how to get rid of her her um baby and they're like why don't you slip her an abortion pill and he's like oh no, no i can't i was like what the fuck is this conversation and right. then they also said oh why don't you do the old-fashioned like throw her down a flight of stairs i was like what yeah. i was like wow so we're just casually talking about this this is really this did not age well this is a moment that no this whole movie like would never happen now it just mm-hmm. like wouldn't not at all not no. even dead man on campus wouldn't happen now either um and then like I was like, wait, so uh, Tim puts rat poison in the, like, tequila, and I was like, how did this even work? This is nuts. Um, this whole thing is crazy. I wrote, Tim uh, Tim planting seeds to Emma that Chris may be sus about the whole Rand thing. Waitlisted at Harvard. I was like, but then he takes the 4.0, so that means he had, he gets in mm-hmm. because he would have taken the 4.0, which is so weird. Um, I wrote, OMG, Chris is in the closet and Tim is getting head from Emma. The setup. <laughs> that was very, like, R. Kelly trapped in the closet vibe. That's what I felt. It was, like, very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this is, I don't like this. And also felt like the crush. Oh. I think that yeah. happened in the crush, too. Wasn't he, like, in the closet? There's some other thing where someone's, like, in the closet where someone's either, like, in, it's also when I know you did last summer. Mm-hmm. I think he's in the closet when that's when he cuts her hair, like overnight. Oh, that's yeah. fucking terrifying. Just to know that like someone's like in, your, know, in right? your closet, but um, yeah, that was weird. And especially the way that the camera kind of panned their eyes together. I was like, is he thinking about him? Is this homoerotic? Is, is he in love with him? That's what at one point I thought. I was like, are they in love? Is this a like three way relationship that they're being really coy about? Um, because I don't know. I don't know, like, who trusts who with the three guys. Like, the girls are very secondary to this whole story, which is also really interesting. It These three guys have a very strange relationship that we never kind of got to the bottom of. I feel like that would have been more interesting 
if we if we got that. Um, I did like uh Tim's confession, like to Chris, the one that Chris recorded. I did like that whole scene where he like complains about being rich and like how his like the whole thing was planned and how he like always he was pretty smart about like overacting to make it look like the other guy was like oh whatever like and so he didn't look interested so the cops would be after him and then i said what is with this curb your enthusiasm style police interrogation with chris on the street (laughs) it was so weird and i think one of the guys was on seinfeld I think one of the guys who played one of the cops, the one who was smoking all the time, I was like, what fucking movie is this? It was, I mean, and, and, and as a smoker, Ugh, like, boo. I, I know, and I've been trying to quit for, for years, but I have never, I don't, I have never seen a movie that has so much smoking. Yeah, it is a kind of excessive. You know, where it, it became excessive, where I was like, I don't even know if I want to have a cigarette right now, but... <laughs> you know what movie also has a lot of excessive smoking? Mm-hmm. Which is one of my favorite movies. Like, it, I mean, this actually tells a lot about me. It's a movie I put on a lot when I, like... It's a comfort movie. Is um, Murder by Numbers. <laughs> Murder um, by Numbers. Yeah, and, with Ryan uh, Gosling and Sandra Bullock and Michael Pitt. That's funny. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh, I love that movie I fucking love that movie so much. Yeah. I love Ryan Gosling and Michael Pitt. And, like, them together I just really like a lot. Um, I heard uh, Ryan Gosling was or did you tell me about it was possibly going into a marvel thing i think he i think i vaguely heard that but there's been no confirmation though yeah yeah i wish that would be cool he's doing that ken like barbie oh my god that looks amazing it does look kind of funny yeah he said that ken's like down on his luck so he said it's gonna be like a different kind of ken (laughs) i hope that's true yeah because he's really funny he's in the new gap ads or just kidding it's not gap it's fucking gucci I was thinking about Gap. (laughs) What? I said you got the G part, right? Yeah, I did. I just said Gap ads because that's just what (laughs) Gap used to be, like, a really cool company where people were in Gap ads. So, um, yeah, no, he's in Gucci now. My favorite celebrity Gap ad is Missy Elliott and uh, Madonna. Oh, and in the the street, the video? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. Did you see Madonna recently? She said, like... She was talking about, like, how she paved the way for all these, like, young, uh, you know, female musicians to be, like, really outspoken about sexuality and, like, the book that she did, you know, the sex book that she did and everything. Yeah, and, like, there was a whole thing where, like, Cardi said, like, I, yeah, I love you, Madonna. Like, I pay homage to you all the time. And something that Madonna said back to her, so they were, like, talking back and forth. I was like, yeah, she did. She definitely did for, like, Gaga, all those people. You know, oh, yeah. she's definitely like the the blueprint. She looks a little crazy now, but you know, whatever. <laughs> that's what she wants to do. Like that's what she wants to do. But I was listen- what was I listening to the other day? I was listening to um Hung Up. I love that song. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that album, album was so good. Yeah, that album was good. We need like a disco album from Madonna again. Mm. She just released a twenty five track a number track of um it's like her history, basically. Oh, okay. And she's got like, well, this is this is not an actual album. I think somebody on iTunes like put these things together. Remember, I was telling you off air um, when I was walking Boss the other day. There was like there was a remix Madonna um, playlist on iTunes. Oh yeah, and you did say that. 
every track like i said like even you would like some of the stuff yeah because i usually don't but if you think i would like it then send I, I, it over. I think you would cool and, but you don't have you like what i forget you don't have itunes right or i mean like the, apple music no oh is that what it was on yes oh Sorry. no i have spotify music my bad <laughs> itunes while we're old <laughs> i know right? like the google yeah um, i don't know <laughs> but the whole playlist is is amazing. Anyway, but, oh cool! Um, I do have two questions that yeah. I did write. Um, hold on. <laughs> I probably can't answer them. I have to get back into my phone real quick. Um, if that beer really had rat poisoning in it, oh, it's tequila. Or sorry, tequila. Uh huh. And I never poisoned anybody yet uh-huh. <laughs> or anything. But wouldn't Rand had, even if it was fake, right? Wouldn't Rand had start like foaming at the mouth or had a better, more dramatic reaction than just like laying on the ground and like passing out? It was pretty dramatic when he got to the end of the bottle, I guess. It's sort of. Yeah, it, was, it came at a weird time because he like passed out first and then he was like, he pulled a billy and like kind of woke up. <laughs> Or right. grabbed his, grabbed his, grabbed his jacket. Yeah. I felt like, I mean, side note again before I uh, ask my second question is, I felt like this whole movie was like a, like a screen test. <laughs> yeah, it did. But like a like, student film. <laughs> you know? Like, and where, when's our next big break? <laughs> oh, poor Matthew Lillard. He'd already done lots of big stuff. I mean, He'd already done Scream. Again, I like him. I, I do. But it was just, you know, <laughs> not my cup of tea. <laughs> oh, I just wrote uh, at the end. I had two more notes. I wrote, "Oof, Emma with the double cross?" Question mark. Wait, Tim still needs that four What the fuck? Wait, <laughs> Rand is alive. Double what the fuck? And he wait. He made a suicide note that he left behind my mistake. How the fuck does that even happen? <laughs> that was right. another thing. And then I said. So wait, so now Rand and Tim look like a couple, and they've been planning this 4.0, but for Chris... They really do. They do, right? But, but for Chris to be the one who dies, and the two rich ones get the 4.0s, and then I wrote, no, Tim is the target, I'm done. <laughs> that's what I wrote. And then I was like, oh, that's when they show him in that, like, Sebastian Valmont turtleneck in that psychiatrist's office, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna miss him. And I was like, so he's with Chris now. That's who he was in love with. And and now I guess he threw Tim off the balcony or off the cliff. And I was like, what? So Tim dies. Weird. And I was like, I'm done. I'm over this. I'm like, it's bullshit. Like, I can't take any more of this. Like, thank God it's an hour and a half. Thank God it was Tubi. It's a casual watch, but I hope everyone out there enjoyed us just picking it apart for like an hour. Because it's, I mean, it's a real time capsule. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll have to say, it would never get made now, but it's interesting to watch back. Oh, my second question. Mm -hmm. My second question was, is there nobody at this fucking lighthouse? Because... (laughs) No, apparently. Deputy Dewey Boy Jr., um, the security guard, Ernie, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, like, pops up at every, like, odd time. He even popped up, like, after the fact that they left the scene. So... (laughs) Was like, how if he, did he see them before? Couldn't he have like said something? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> it's so fucking yeah. weird. Screen test. <laughs> it's so it is. It is a literal screen test. 
um, but I love. I mean, you know, I love. I love doing these things with you. You know. Oh my I mean, god. I, I, I love researching all this movie. I love making fun of like certain things. Yeah. I think this is maybe one of those movies <laughs> that I was. You know, I mean, I watch. I I watch whatever you suggest to a point, right? But. This to I, a point. To a point. But this I can never watch again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably won't watch this again, but I don't say never say never. But I'm curious to see if anyone's even seen this. I've never even seen anyone post like stills from this. So I'm kind of no. excited for this to be one of those deep cuts that like I'll be curious who listens to and who watches it. And maybe it'll get you to watch it. If you haven't seen it and you like no. 90s shit, I mean, it's worth watching. It's like a certain kind of time capsule movie. It's just something you I watch mean, once. And, you don't really need to yeah. watch it again. And they do have they do have actual like video reviews on YouTube. Um, yeah. Minimal. They they do have it. Yeah, um, people watch I mean, it. When I was googling to re to research this stuff, it's like they have sites, but are very minimal mm -hmm. when you go on them. So it's like, you know, it's a deep cut, and I want to know. Like, I really want some more behind the scenes. Like, I actually want to know if like I, I try to find. Yeah, yeah, there isn't any. Like the movie that we're doing. Uh, I'm not gonna say what the title is, but you'll. Sh it's, it's it's basically like a movie that was made and it the script is like it the kind of studio fucked it up like the actors mm -hmm. didn't think they were making this kind of movie they intended on it being one way and it came out completely wrong i want to know if that happened here or if this was always just the script and they all agreed to this and they're like why did you guys do this like <laughs> Did you understand the story? Like, was it, like, something that's interesting to you? Did you find the characters interesting? I just want to know. And even Dan Rosen. Like, I want to know, like, why you wrote the people the way you did. Like, why did you write Rand and Tim the way you did? Right. It's just really interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a cool uh, kind of deep cut of the 90s. But, yeah, chalk off another one on the list. <laughs> yeah next week we have a forward flash coming so it's a lot more recent not that recent it's early 2000s but it's got mm -hmm. one of my faves for the season and then patreon we did horror story we did simpsons this month treehouse of horror we have another a nightmare on elm street coming up soon mm -hmm. so yeah uh join up on that and i forgot to say like rate subscribe do all that shit on Spotify and Apple and tell your friends. And yeah, do you have any closing words? Um, no, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been super fun. And don't try to fucking do anything to your roommate to get a 4.0. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. And I don't even think it's true, honestly. And stay away from rat poison. Yeah, and weirdly tasting tequila. <laughs> Yes. Make sure make sure it's it's a hundred proof. <laughs> Bye. Bye.